Hey ladies, welcome to the Diamond Hands podcast. So you want to own a med spa? Welcome to our community and explore the exciting industry of medical aesthetics and hear from experienced med spa owners and relevant industry experts to guide you on your path. Mindset, money, practice management, marketing, find it here. Today, we are so excited to have Dr. Mary Tracy, MD, with us. Um, she also practices Chinese herbal medicine and aesthetic acupuncture. Welcome, Dr. Mary Tracy. How are Thank you? you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Yes. Awesome. So <laughs> tell us a little bit about yourself. So, yes, as you said, I'm a naturopathic doctor and I'm also an acupuncturist. My education started in Connecticut, where I went to Southern Connecticut State University, studied biology. It was there where I had like a real, started to develop a real passion for like the human body and the function and the physiology and the biology and the anatomy. And so I want, so like when I was learning, I was like, I want to take this a step further. Like, how could I use my knowledge here to help serve, you know, others? So I started my search. I, I even looked into nursing. I looked into, um, you know, going into the conventional medical field, nutrition. And then I was like, you know what? I did some research. I was like, I really like natural medicine. I really like nutrition. How do I combine those two? And then I found out that there was naturopathic medicine and that that was a thing. Um, and so I then went on to continue my education at University of Bridgeport. And it's there where I started studying acupuncture and was exposed to acupuncture and what it could do mm -hmm. for people. And then I continued my education and got a master's in Chinese medicine and acupuncture um, from the East West College of Natural Medicine in Florida. So it's just like it just was like a, a series of events that continued to lead me to this path, which is not anything I ever imagined me doing. But yeah. <laughs> it's exactly what I should be doing. And I know it. Um, but yeah. <laughs> that's that's what so fabulous so yeah. like where'd you grow up like yeah. you know sure. that good song so I grew up in a small town in Connecticut uh with Leslie <laughs> <laughs> Cheshire Connecticut very small no cities around <laughs> surrounding um but you know I grew up in a big family and it's that it's actually um growing up where you know our parents instilled in us like the, the importance of eating healthy and using supplements and even herbs to help you know you know with with we're having problems with our menstrual cycle or headaches or oh. asthma our dad would like pull out a huge book on nutrition and herbs and like be thumbing through it and finding us like remedies that we could take and that worked um so it's really there where like the principles of natural medicine and healthy eating and lifestyle were instilled and it's like when I think back on it today I was like of course this is a natural progression like yeah. into what I do because of all the things that you know we were taught but yeah remember dad seventy seventy five percent raw food yes yes and now I find myself telling my patients that and I'm like oh my god <laughs> you're like thanks Dr. Tracy love you yeah 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 um, That's awesome. So, you know, kind of expanding on that. So it kind of started when you were a little girl. I remember I used to see you studying at like four o'clock in the morning. You were crazy. Yeah. But, you know, tell me more about why this is your life's mission and like, or whether what is your life's mission? Who are you really trying to reach with what you, with what you sure, do? Sure, sure. 
So I always had a special passion for like women's health because um, women are like, I would say that leaders of their family, you know, if the woman is well-schooled in the principles of health and lifestyle, then she's going to bring her family with her (laughs) and she's going to instill those into her, maybe bring her husband along for the ride or her partner. And they're going to start instilling them in their children. So like at the root of it all mothers, women, um, I love working with them. But then now it's like um, the practice I work in, I, I see all kinds of people. I see children. Sometimes I see men and women, even though my practice is mostly women. Mm-hmm. Um, I just have a passion for letting people know their options when it comes to their health and letting them know there's not only, you know, one way. Uh, a lot of people, when they come to me, they feel very defeated. Um, they've been struggling with something for a long time, and, you know, the conventional approach is just not working for them. Not that conventional medicine is not needed, but it's not working for them. Mm-hmm. And they just need a little bit, something extra to move their health along. So mm-hmm. really, I want to bring naturopathic medicine to everyone. I think it is for everybody. There's no particular person that would not benefit from the principles of the naturopathic medicine and what it has to offer. So. Wow, that's so great. And I really love what you said about, you know, mothers and, you know, and this could be partners, you know, because it's, I, I'm a big believer in feminine and masculine energy. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. It could be a man with feminine energy and it could be a female with masculine energy. That's true, yeah. So it's just like, <laughs> so like what happens, you know, I really love that, you know, the, the feminine energy of the family, that kind of caretaking energy. Yeah. You're going to lead that family, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I really like that. It's really beautiful. So Mm -hmm. I like pivoting now. You know, we're in a time when Botox is happening, you know, um, all these different procedures. I just read an article that plastic surgeons, because of Zoom, actually, they're booking into December because they want to change you know, the way they look because they've been seeing themselves on Zoom for months and they're like, oh God, I have a jowl, I have a this, I have some wrinkles here and there. So I know that you are, that you specialize in aesthetic acupuncture. So tell us a little bit about aesthetic acupuncture and how is it different than, you know, microneedling? Well, the thing with acupuncture, whenever I do any kind of acupuncture treatment, um, it's with the effort of not just treating the outside of the person. So a lot of people, you know, they come to me, they're like, you know, Dr. Tracy, I, you know, gained 20 pounds. I've noticed my skin sagging. I've noticed all these different things about me. But then I always have to bring it back. I'm always like, okay, so let's talk about what you're doing in your everyday life. Let's talk about, you know, what what other kind of internal causes are for whatever you're going through, whether it's weight gain, skin sagging, acne, rosacea, mm-hmm. what are what, what portions of your life are fueling um, whatever imbalance that you are now starting to see on the outside. Okay. So any any time I approach at, uh, acupuncture, even aesthetic acupuncture, I'm looking at the person from the inside out. Um, mm. So um, it's not just um, microneedling topically on the skin, I'm also talking to them what their hormones are doing, what their blood sugar is doing, what they're eating, what their stress levels are like. So, yeah. you know, you have to evaluate all those things when it comes to acupuncture or any form of holistic medicine. That's the important portion. It's like you're not just treating the skin. Mm-hmm. You're also treating um, the internal aspect of the person to bring them into balance. 
Wow. So, you know, what aesthetic acupuncture, so what does it actually do for someone's face? Like with the... Oh. With yeah, I don't know if you've ever seen the pictures, but they're very tiny needles that mm -hmm. go into several areas of the face. Um, and when I treat people with aesthetic acupuncture, I also treat their body. So there's points on the body and also on the face. Um, and what it does on a superficial level, what is happening is that um, the needles create a microtrauma. So it's very similar to the microneedling. There's a microtrauma um, that causes fibroblasts, blood flow, oxygen, all that kind of stuff to come to the face. The thing with fibroblasts is that they increase collagen. I mean, when they come to the area of microtrauma, uh, they actually excrete collagen and elastin, which causes the skin to um, repair itself. So if you have dark spots, if you have wrinkles, um, or um, we call it the decolletage, wrinkles on the decolletage. Or like the jowl, all of that. So like like I said, on the superficial level, acupuncture is able to bring those kind of cells that create my um that you know could repair the skin and make it look more youthful um and kind of tighten the area that you're looking to um improve. So it's very interesting. Um and then on another level like I said, we're not just treating the skin. Acupuncture works on, um, if we're going to talk about the Eastern point of view, um, mm -hmm. to increase the chi or balance the chi. And the chi, you could kind of think of it as the motive force of the body. Unfortunately, mm -hmm. as we age, the motive force of our body starts to wax and wane. And, you know, that's just, that's just honestly part of life. Um, but there's also things that we are doing um, to help, like, so, exa for example, when I, someone comes to my office, I'm just, I'm also talking about, like I said before, what they're eating, what they're drinking, mm -hmm. the stress levels, like, because that all, you know, plays into what the motive force of our body is doing. And so um, if that's slowing down um, and we could augment it, augment it in any ways using acupuncture or diet, um, mm -hmm. we're going to do it. That's so exciting, Dr. Yeah. Tracy, to hear you, like, talk about this with such passion. It, I'm actually getting tingles. No, I'm, I'm not even kidding. I'm actually getting tingles. Like, I can, I can feel your passion. And as you know, I'm a big vibes person. So, like, my eyes water a little bit. And I, I can feel the passion just animating from you. This is, yeah. this is great. So, you know, our viewers probably want to know, and some of our people who are in the medical field, you may not know much about this. Like, you know, who is the best candidate for aesthetic acupuncture? So, um, so you know, <laughs> we're all guilty of, you know, looking at ourselves in the mirror mm -hmm. and um, finding issues and, you know, mm -hmm. picking apart, you know, how we could be better. Um, and so all of us are willing to do different things on different levels when it comes to that. But mm -hmm. some people, they want to start, you know, at the more gentle, on the gentle. Uh, and I'm not judging anyone for doing that because, you know, it's hard enough to get through life. And so our meat sacks, or what I call <laughs> our meat sacks, <laughs> our, meat, our meat sacks are basically sacks are <laughs> a vehicle for us to get through life. And so, you know, it's what's presenting to everybody. It's, you know, so it's very, it's a very sensitive topic. So again, I don't judge any woman who goes for the more invasive um, surgeries or 
um, injections or what have you, but some people, they want to start more on the um, the less invasive level. <clears throat> so aesthetic acupuncture is great for people who are looking for more of a... Um, for more of a less invasive type of approach to what they're doing. But also when you think about it, it's quite invasive because we're also, again, looking into your, your lifestyle, what your diet mm. is and diet includes what you eat, what you mm. listen to, what mm. your environment is, what you surround yourself with. Mm. So if someone is looking for more of a holistic approach, they could definitely use aesthetic acupuncture as a tool for them to help improve their skin or any kind of beauty um, goals that they have. Now, a lot of the question I'll get is like, um, does it work like Botox? Does it work like baby Botox? Um, you know, it does work to improve the, the look of the skin, but if you're looking for the exact same results as um, what Botox will do, um, mm -hmm. or even baby Botox, it's not you're not going to get those kind of drastic results. But if you're mm -hmm. looking to work and if you're looking to, you know, explore the other areas of your life that you're um, that you could possibly improve but also get that uh, benefit of, you know, your skin looking more youthful, youthful and tight and all those other kind of goals and aesthetic acupuncture is for you. So aesthetic acupuncture is really for anybody. But um, if, especially, I mean, yeah, anybody. I won't say that it's for a particular age group or anything, mm -hmm. but I will say it with the caveat. If you're looking for the same exact kind of results as you would get from Botox, this is not the kind of thing that, you know, will yield the exact same results. You will see difference, but mm -hmm. you won't see exact same results. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we're kind of, um, so getting to the end here. So another question I have is you talked about, you kind of look at the holistic person when you're doing aesthetic diet, atmosphere, water intake, right. all of yeah. that is going to affect how our skin looks. So you're kind of like an inside out person, which is important. So specifically, how does diet affect elasticity um, and, yeah. Like, you know, just usefulness overall. Exactly. So we're on that level, we're talking about anti-aging. Mm. All processes of aging are caused by something, a chemical process called oxidative stress. Mm. Essentially, um, we're all made out of molecules and, and things like that. Um, so on the, on the microscopic level, all of our cells have, um, a nucleus and atoms surrounding the nucleus. Mm -hmm. So what happens with the oxidative stress process is that anything that affects our body negatively, whether, you know, it could be alcohol, drugs, overexposure to, to, to the sun, eating mm -hmm. unhealthy oils and foods, fried foods, mm -hmm. um, so the, all of those things could cause the the um, cell to lose a um, a proton. So those molecules travel around the body and steal um, a proton from other uh, molecules to make itself more complete. So it kind of bounces around the body, creating oxidative stress. And this can manifest as skin or sunspots. It can manifest internally as um, high blood pressure or diabetes. Mm. Um, and so it, it actually increases or, um, the aging process exponentially. Cause if you think about these atoms bouncing around the body, stealing, um, from other cells, you're going to talk about, you know, the continuation of creating healthy cells, mm -hmm. um, unhealthy cells throughout the body.
including the skin. So what you have to do is increase in your diet antioxidants. So it kind of, you know, could stop the oxidative stress. So first you take the things out of your body, of your your diet, your life, mm-hmm. that are creating more oxidative stress, and then you add things in that prevents against oxidative stress. This is found in foods like, um, I always tell people to eat the rainbow, because those are the antioxidants, so red peppers, green peppers, yellow peppers, um, blueberries, blackberries, um, um, fish, um, mm-hmm. which are high in omega-3 oils. Mm-hmm. All of those foods are anti-inflammatory and mm-hmm. and prevent the oxidative process from occurring in the body. Oh, so you know when they say the blacker the berry, the sweeter the juice. So I've heard that, you know, sorry. I've heard that darker, darker fruits are even filled with more antioxidants. Is that that's true? Correct. Yeah, that's very true. So yeah, like, darker black, like black grapes, for example? Like that would yeah, be- uh, Black grapes, you have blackberries, you have um, blueberries, plums, all of those kind of foods um, are very rich in antioxidants. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to leave my audience with this. What, what would be your empowering word or, uh, or something of advice for you know, female medical entrepreneurs, what should they think about or know? I think the main thing is to, when you're talking about entrepreneurship, you have to have a passion behind whatever you do and you have to want to really affect people on the, on the functional level. And mm-hmm. so what I mean by that is just essentially you can't just, you know, when it comes to people, if you're working with people and people are your structure for entrepreneurship, um, mm-hmm. you kind of have to assess the whole person and whatever you're doing. So if whatever, you, whatever you do, um, you, you approach what you want to do functionally and really affecting change in people's life. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that you'll find success. Wow, that's beautiful. Dr. Tracy, thank you. And please, I'm sure people are clamoring to know how to reach you. So you can find me on Instagram at Dr. Mary Tracy. Um, that's T-R-A-C-E-Y. Um, you can also find me on, on Facebook, Dr. Again, Dr. Mary Tracy. Um, and I also practice here in Connecticut, in Manchester, Connecticut, and West Hartford, Connecticut at Collaborative Natural Health Partners. And so if you want to physically reach me, you could do that there. We're also taking telemedicine patients from New York and Massachusetts, as well as Connecticut. I mean, you could establish a new patient as a new patient in our practice. So these are all options um, for you. All right. Thank you so much, Dr. Tracy. I really appreciate your time and you coming and sharing your expertise and knowledge with everyone. Of course. You're welcome. Have a great one. All right. You too. like what you heard? Please leave us a review. I appreciate you listening and your support. Follow us on Instagram at Plan Life Happens and comment on this episode's post. Also, I appreciate your feedback and ideas. Improving is the name of the game. I'm Leslie Tracy, your host. Thanks for listening.